<clears throat> last, uh, this past Sunday was 9-11, and it was the first time I ever was speaking for the ICPA in another city while it was 9-11. And that felt super weird. Because, <clears throat> honestly, the last place Lisa and I wanted to be on 9-11 was in a plane flying back home later that day. <clears throat> so I started the seminar with uh, a 9-11 tribute. Everybody bowed their heads and we, we thought about all the people that you know, had passed and all the heroes you know, that were made that day. But the pervasive thought that I kept on having that whole time that we were kind of having a, a discussion about this is the thought that I was reading in the newspapers over the last few days and hearing on TV that there are a whole generation of children like Dean's little one right there who will look at 9-11 the same way you and I look at Pearl Harbor, right? None of us were there. You know, we've heard about it maybe. You know, my folks were alive during Pearl Harbor, so they kind of told me the fear and stuff that, that they went through and all that. But they never lived, you know, we didn't live nine, we didn't live Pearl Harbor, and just like he didn't live 9-11, thank God. But there's a whole generation of people that we have to make sure that Dean's kid and all the others don't forget. Right? Just like the, with Pearl Harbor, we teach that because we want people not to forget. And if you're of Jewish descent, you know, we stress the Holocaust, not because uh, of any reason, but we want people to not forget all the atrocities that can happen. You know, mankind is an amazingly beautiful thing, but it can be really warped, right? And, and that's the, the conversation that we were having, is that chiropractic is really something that, at least in my opinion, I think that if people, if the whole planet was getting adjusted, I really, truly, 100% believe, at the bottom of my heart, that the world would be different. And you may not share that, and I'm totally cool with that. You know, I was talking with someone this morning, a student, and uh, he said, you know, I really only feel that chiropractic is, is good for pain. And I think a lot of this other stuff is kind of hokey and coincidental and stuff. And I said, well, that's okay. And why do you feel that way? He said, well, it hasn't been proven. And I said, well, you need proof. You need proof that, like, I used to have asthma and I don't anymore. You need proof, you know, that a kid who's autistic wasn't speaking and is speaking. You need proof for that. And he said, but there's no, like, hard evidence, right? There's no hard evidence that what you did by getting adjusted in 1984 is why your asthma's gone. And he's right about that, right? If, if you really want to go down to cold science, he's right about that. And there's no hard evidence that what I did with that little three and a half year old boy who wasn't talking, and now all of a sudden is talking within his first month of care, there's no hard evidence to say, well, what I did was the thing that was the difference. Yeah, I agree. And he said, you know, I, I believe in science, like randomized controlled trials and that kind of stuff. You know, and, and, and we need to, that's proof. Right? And I said, well, let me ask you a question. I said, okay, so how about this? 
and I went over to a, a light like this. And I said, um, do you know how this works? Do you know how this works? And he said, yeah. And I said, what do you have to do? He said, well, you just do that, and it turns on the light. I said, but do you know how that works? He said, what do you mean? You just turn on the light, and the light comes on. And I said, well, what, but, but do you know how that works? How the hell did the energy get here from there just by flipping a switch? Do you know how that works? How does that work? Do you got proof? Do I have proof that if I go to that black button over there and I flip that switch, that those lights are going to go on? It's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence, right? It just happens to happen every time I do it, except that the power goes out, right? I said, you don't know. How about your car? Do you drive a car? I'm saying it kind of snotty right now. I wasn't this snotty. I said, how about a car? Do you drive a car? And he said, yeah. I said, do you know how that works? Right? Well, yeah, I put my key into the car and it turns on. Yeah, but do you know how that works? Like, I don't know how electricity gets here. Honestly, I, I, I have an idea, a supposition that there's some power plant somewhere that does something that converts some energy into this energy. And somehow or other, it travels like 50 miles over little wires and gets into the building and then somehow bings and bangs around and then somehow it ends up here. Where's your fridge? Yeah, but I don't know, <laughs> right? And I don't know, I, don't, I have no idea. Like when I turn on there, like I, well, my car doesn't turn on, I push a button. But I push this button, right? And the car goes boom. And I don't know how the pistons are, and the gas, and I, I know about, I, you know, I used to work on cars when you could work on cars. So a spark plugs and carburetors and, you know, stuff. I don't know how that works. But it just does, right? But it doesn't mean that I won't drive. It doesn't mean I won't turn on a light. It does, how about water out of your sink? Do you know where on earth that comes from? I, I don't know. I have no clue where that comes from. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to do it or use it, right? I'm, not, I'm still going to use all the stuff, even though I don't get it. I don't understand. There's no proof. There's no scientific evidence that will prove to me that every time I touch that, this will happen. You, there's no randomized control trials where you have 100,000 people flipping switches. and like, I don't see anything proof like that in, in scientific literature. But it just works. And why does it work? Because it works, right? Someone else made it, right? Well, someone else made this body. And someone else made this spine and this brain. And I have no idea how this brain works. And I've studied the brain quite a bit. You know, I've taken functional neurology classes, and I've taken all the same classes you have here at Life. But I'm sorry, even the smartest of the smart, you know, Dr. Mullo and any of the great functional neurology doctors, Dr. Carrick, he really doesn't have any clue how the brain works, honestly, right? Because if you really think about it, there is nobody who will ever know what the brain does. Ever. Not possible. You might know what nerve goes where and what track does this and that and the other thing. You might know a lot. But you'll never know exactly how it works because you can't make it. There's none, none of us, nobody ever that I think will ever happen that you can actually make a brain from nothing. Right? So if you can't make it, then you really won't know what it is. But that doesn't mean it doesn't work, right? And that's to me what, this is, what the, our conversation on Sunday about 9-11 was all about. Yes, there's some awful tragedies that are going to happen, you know. And there's, there's every generation, if you really look back, every generation has some huge tragedy that they have to go through. Whether it was Vietnam in your parents' ages, you know, or it was, uh, you know, 9-11, or whatever the next, God forbid, thing, because there's always going to be another, every 20, 30 years, there's another huge, god-awful thing that happens. 
And whatever it is, we'll get through, right? Whatever it is, we'll get through. But in my opinion, I really truly feel that if we can just get our hands on more people, and not just in this country, but if we can just get our, we can get our hands on more people, then we can truly change the face of this planet. And we just haven't really given chiropractic the chance. And that, to me, is the big shame of it all, is that we really haven't even given chiropractic a chance. If we're only taking care of 10% of the population of this country and maybe a half a percent of the rest of the world, then we haven't even given it the, the idiest, bittiest little chance yet. Right? So my hope and my prayer is that somehow or other, with all the classes that are being taught out there and all the schools, and that there's going to be enough chiropractors out there who kind of feel at least similar to this kind of way, that eventually it, we won't just limit chiropractic to this country and little spots here and there in Europe and Japan and stuff. That there'll be chiropractors that are going into Pakistan and Iran and Syria and start adjusting the people who really need to get adjusted. Right? Now, we need to get adjusted for sure, but what about them? Right? These people are suffering because they must be disconnected. I, only a disconnected person could have perpetrated this kind of stuff. There's zero way that you could tell me that anybody associated with 9-11 and the tragedy that occurred and to fly planes into two buildings, there's no way that they had ever been adjusted, ever. No way. So I, I hope that someday enough chiropractors can be produced that we can take over the healthcare situation of the world and really show what chiropractic is all about. Because right now, we are not even a drop in the bucket. Right? And we're, we're talking this morning about Obamacare and stuff. We're not even a ripple <laughs> in the water of healthcare. That's why we're so easy to get rid of. Because we're just like an annoying like, fly. Like, get, you know, get off. Right, that's all we are to the healthcare system is this little mosquito that they just won't, you know, flick us off like that. And we shouldn't be, because we, if, if we, in fact, have the greatest healthcare system thought process in the world, then why are we the greatest secret? And that's what I want to leave you with, right, is I want you to think about that. In the tragedy of what the 15th anniversary was on Sunday, what can you do about it, Right? Right? What can you do about it? Not just what can one person do, but what can all of us collectively do about that? I want you to think about that as I look at Dean's beautiful little son here and I say, I don't want him to have to go through what we went through on that fateful day 15 years and two days ago. That's right. <laughs>